0: America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 93. 93. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload.
1: All right, news roundup, information overload, our Sean Hannity show. Yes, we are on, uh, well, closing argument, verdict alert in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Of news breaks, we'll let you know. Um, the success in the Fifth Circuit as it relates to stopping the vaccine mandate is one of many cases now working its way through the court system others are bringing up medical exemptions religious exemptions there there are a lot of lawsuits if you recall the day that biden made the announcement the first words out of my mouth is this is going to be a legal nightmare um now if you listen to the democrats nancy pelosi and Jen Psaki, and Rochelle Walensky, and Joe Biden, and Anthony flip-flop Fauci, all of them told us that we weren't going to have mandates. Here's what they said. No,
0: I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory.
2: Perhaps
1: the federal government should
2: step in and issue mandates, and if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. I am all for um, more vaccination, um, but, uh, you know, I I have nothing further to say on that except that we're looking into those policies. And and quite honestly, as people are doing that locally, um, those are those are individual local decisions as well.
0: I don't think you'll ever see a mandating of vaccine, particularly for the general public.
1: I don't think you'll ever see. A a mandate for the vaccine, especially for the general public. I can tell you what parents are thinking now that this pushes on, and in some cases now mandating kids as young as five to eleven. You know that this will now be the their future mandated vaccines. To date, we've lost 162 kids between the ages of five and eleven, comparable numbers to the to the average year flu. In other words, the one thing they actually did get right is. COVID-19 disproportionately impacts uh, older people, people that have obesity, people that have um, pre-existing conditions, compromised immune systems and, and comorbidities. They, they've been very clear. And then you have Fauci now out there saying the unvaccinated are to blame for new COVID variants. Now he's gone un- and, and this is why he should be fired on top of everything that he knew about gain of function research at the Wuhan virology lab and the NIH funding the eco alliance, uh, in part, knowing what they were doing with that money, sending it to China, sending it to Wuhan, sending it to the vi- virology lab where everybody knew coronavirus studies were going on and gain of function studies were happening. Listen to Fauci now.
2: Well, are unvaccinated people, the reason we're seeing these new strains and will an increase in vaccinations mitigate the virus morphing in multiple ways?
1: Uh, well, that's a good one, because the answer is short. Yes. All right. We are joined now by Chris Kobach. He's the general counsel for the Alliance for Free Citizens. Also, by the way, a candidate for the attorney general in Kansas. I think he'd be a great candidate and a great attorney general for the state. Um, he's out there. They're leading the charge in this lawsuit that they just filed against the Biden administration over the vaccine mandate for businesses with over 100 employees. Um, anyway, Chris, welcome back. I thought originally because we see I think the debate over va- vaccinating, not vaccinating is kind of over in this sense. I think most people have made up their mind. Do you agree with what I believe?
3: I I absolutely agree, Sean. You're absolutely right. You know, we've we've seen... We're we're all two years into this now. People have... And we're a year into having widespread availability of the vaccine. People have made their own individual decisions based on discussions with their doctors and their families. This is the last time you need the federal government coming in and demanding that 80 million people, and that's the approximate scope of this OSHA regulation, 80 million people work for employers of 100 people or more. And so you're basically telling... A quarter of the American public know we're going to make the decision for you. We, your federal overlords, have decided what's good for you. You're not smart enough to make that decision yourself. And it's extraordinary because it just obliterates the limits on government power that our founding fathers put in the Constitution. So when you go
1: back to Joe Biden's announcement and my prediction that this would end up in the courts on a a major level, I was not wrong. He did offer another option. And what I'm concerned about is because I was somebody in my life that struggled to pay my rent and and didn't have any financial backing, um, but there are people that are so passionate in their belief. Maybe they have a pre-existing condition that is rare. Maybe they have a religious belief that prevents them from getting the vaccine. Or maybe for whatever reason, they've decided it's not for them. Maybe they have natural immunity and they feel that's enough protection for them. And they're following the science, for example, out of Israel. And we're waiting for that to be peer reviewed. So whatever reason, I don't think there's anything Fauci, Biden, Kamala or any of these Democrats can say that's going to convince people to change their mind. Now, we've got tens of thousands of people, people in the military, nurses, other hospital workers, police, firemen, uh, Uh, EMT, first responders, they've made a decision that they're willing to give up their paycheck, give up their benefits, even give up their pensions that many have worked a long, long time for because they believe that passionately in this. Now, I don't want to see working people lose their jobs, especially nurses and medical people and, and policemen and, and the military, most of whom were diving on COVID grenades at the worst moments of this pandemic, many of whom got the disease while protecting others. There's got to be another way that would that at least another option. Biden had originally said, or you can get tested. Nobody talks about that part. Is that a viable option for you?
3: No, not really. There is an option in the OSHA regulation for an employer to allow testing as weekly testing instead of getting the jab. But the problem with that is the employee has to pay for it. Every single week, you'd end up spending over $7,000 a year just to exercise your free exercise of religion or to exercise your Fifth Amendment right to control what medicines you take. Uh, so the the so-called testing option is one that makes it very expensive for Americans to exercise their freedoms.
1: Well, that's pretty outrageous, considering that that was not mentioned at the time. Uh, You know, the the sad thing to me is we're taking the heroes of this pandemic and basically saying, uh, yeah, thanks, but, you know, get lost. It was sort of like all these nurses and first responders and medical professionals that came to New York at the height of this Adam Schiff show in March and April and May of 2020. uh, Yeah, all those people that came from out of state risked their lives. Then, you know, Andrew Cuomo, the governor at the time, hit him with a tax bill, a state tax bill for the money they got paid while trying to help save lives at the worst moment New York was experiencing all this. Um, It's just like a slap in the face. I don't like the idea of it either, but I'm trying to find a way so people don't lose their income, their benefits and their pensions that many of them spent years building up. That that is a lot to give up. And it seems that you can balance having a safe work environment with with the concerns of people that are vaccinated and and want other people around them vaccinated. I think that's the only option I can think of short of them losing their careers.
3: Well, that's exactly right, Sean, and one of the plaintiff groups that I'm representing is Dakota Travel Nurses Staffing, which is a company with over 400 nurses that travel all over the upper Midwest serving various healthcare facilities. And about half of those nurses have decided, based on their own medical experience, that they choose not to get the vaccination for whatever reason, health, uh, having observed consequences of the vaccine and some of the people they treat, whatever. But that's their free choice. And they are the ones who've been on the front line. And yet the uh, Biden administration is, like you say, slapping them in the face, saying, we don't care what you've done for this country so far. We're going to tell you what to do. And many of them are now having to make, if, if the OSHA regulation stays in the books and isn't struck down by the courts in the end, they will have to make that choice. Do they give up their job, a job that they've loved and, and practiced for their career, or will they have to uh, succumb to the government's coercion? And hopefully they won't have well, to the,
1: the, Every one of these lawsuits is critical, and I think the more the merrier, to be very frank, and that yours is going before the Eighth Circuit, and and I, I've been reading the motion for a stay, pending review, and I think it's uh, well written, well done. Uh, Chris Kobach, we're going to follow this, general counsel for the Alliance for Free Citizens, also a candidate for attorney general for the great state of Kansas. Sir, we always appreciate you being on. Thanks for the update. My pleasure. 800 941 you want to be a part of the program. Dale is in Pennsylvania. Dale, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Good, how are you? Good, what's going on?
0: Uh, I just want to ask you a quick question about If OSHA has a mandate now that they can mandate you to get this COVID uh, vaccination, do they have a mandate that they won't let you be employed for chickenpox, measles, uh, any of those items? Do they have a? If you are asking
1: if this opens up Pandora's box, I think the answer is obvious that it does. Yes, Um, it's
0: outrageous. They never mandated anybody before to go and have a chickenpox vaccination to go get get employment somewhere.
1: Well, I've been through this before. I just played a tape of the head of the CDC. Of Jen Psaki, circle back Jen Psaki, the White House propagandist, of Joe Biden, of Nancy Pelosi, all of, all of these Democrats on record, flip-flop Fauci himself, all saying that they would never, they don't have the right to, it's not our, our responsibility. They all said the same thing. They didn't have the ability to put the mandate in place in the first place. Now they've changed How their it? mind again. So when the issue, for example, of vaccine hesitancy comes up, well, most people were told if you got the vaccine, then you're protected. And then the Delta variant became a game changer. And then governors like Ron DeSantis, now they've got a problem where fully vaccinated people are are contracting COVID-19. So he goes to the monoclonal antibody centers that he set up all throughout the state. And then Joe Biden mentions it one time and then starts rationing something that we don't need to ration because we have plenty of it which made no sense so it's there's a lot of frustration look if you look and you take and maybe i should just do this one day i can do an entire hour special on this you you take the cdc's recommend recommendations then recommendations on this date recommendations on that date same with the nih and you can see the shifting you know recommendations they're all over the place And then they blame conservatives for vaccine hesitancy. Well, I I happen to believe in science and the science of vaccination. I don't trust them. They have they have earned my distrust at this point.
0: They're very confusing for everybody.
1: Yeah. And it's not fair. And and I I just cannot believe we would treat nurses, doctors, first responders, military personnel, cops and firemen this way. I just can't believe it. People that were diving on covid grenades the entire time. Yeah, thanks. See you. You're a hero, but get lost. Pretty much, um, I just can't believe it. Come on, man. It's taken
0: me 47 years to perfect doing nothing. I had to become president to show you I could do that better than anybody. Joe Biden, the most dangerous man in America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. It-
1: All right, Keith in California. Keith, we have about a minute. It's all yours. Go for it. Happy Monday.
0: Hey, happy Monday to you, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, I was listening to you all last week about this Rittenhouse thing, um, and I think... uh you know, I, no one's going to disagree with you about the self-defense. You know, if he's being attacked, that you have the right to defend yourself. But I guess my question to you is you don't feel that Rittenhouse takes any culpability for the fact that he just went to a town that isn't even his, brought a gun, thrust himself into a volatile situation. I don't even know how he was going to help. You know, really, what what was he going to do? And then two well, t- there was testimony that he
1: it. was helping on a, on a lot of fronts. All of that came out as, as evidence. And there were a lot of people with guns, but you got to look at the situation that evolved. The situation was people threatened him. He was running. We have videotape of all of it. We saw him threatened. Literally, you have testimony. One guy says, I pointed a loaded gun at him first. Right. Then you have... and then you have videotape evidence of a guy about to stomp on his face and pounded it into the pavement. Clearly a life threatening uh, situation by any objective measure. Uh, and then the case of, you know, this guy with a with a track record, second to none, uh, as it relates to the threat that he posed to Kyle Rittenhouse. I would not be surprised if it's not guilty on all counts. But with that said, I don't like to predict what juries are going to do. It's just too unpredictable.
0: Right. I'm looking at this really close myself, too. Like, Wisconsin is my hometown, and it kind of strikes me personally that someone just came to that town with a gun um, to try to protect whatever he was going to do. He's not, he's not in law enforcement. He's not there. He has no legal authority, really, to do anything. And I'm just afraid that if he gets off on this on all counts.
1: By the right, way, how do you feel about uh, Antifa and some of these other groups?
0: Well, I, you know, I don't or, really or the people
1: of the, in the group Black Lives Matter that were chanting. What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now?
0: Yeah, no, I don't. Listen, I don't agree with any of that. Let me just tell you this. Half of my family is in law enforcement. And so I will side with law enforcement usually every time. But I have seen in my own personal life that the use of excessive force has become out of control, especially around here where I am at in California. So I understand their grievances. And like Martin Luther King said, right, what is rioting is the voice of the unheard. It's been going on for a long time now. I do not condone any of the rioting. I don't condone any of the burning of things down. Anybody that did that should be held to account and should be prosecuted. Um, There was a lot of people, hard to catch them all But I I think, because I am a Democrat I think that, you know, you kind of lump us all in That we all agree with this stuff, and I don't I agree that their voices needed to be heard I agree that they should have gone out and protested But I don't agree with any of the violence It's not the way to go, and I think they should all be prosecuted
1: Yeah, it's sad that they chased this kid down the block I don't know what would have happened if he didn't have the means to defend himself It doesn't look to me like he might have survived and we've, we've seen that happen sadly. And I also think we ought to be prosecuting all the people we have on videotape in the summer of 2020 involved in riots. Listen, I, if you're asking my advice, anytime there's a situation like this, stay the hell away. That would be my advice. 800-941-Shawn is on number. When we come back, we'll get to your phone call straight ahead. I promise. Next half hour, all calls straight ahead. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Eight hundred nine four one. 941 you want to be a part of the program. Diane is in Long Beach, California, apparently a city that Joe Biden had a hard time remembering with a record number of cargo ships waiting to get to dock to unload their cargo. Uh, that's creating such a supply chain mess for the entire country. Uh, Diane, welcome to the uh, program. Thanks for the people that work hard on the docks.
2: Thank you so much. It's an honor to talk to you. And I just want you to know first that there, not everyone in California is Democrat. I I don't know a single person that didn't vote for Trump. And well, you
1: know, I don't. I didn't it, know. In my person. view, California and I think New York are pretty far done. Uh, I know. It, it, now, things can change, but I don't see it, it happening anytime soon.
2: It's really sad, Sean, because like I said, I don't know anyone. Anyway. And it, it, everybody wanted Nixon recalled. It didn't happen and I see people having to leave because they don't want to go along with the vaccine mandate for their children. But that's, anyway, I want that last caller, what he said about that's fine that, that people want to protest, and everything, but that's not the way it ends up. And that's not the way the media covers it. I think that every bad thing that's happening right now is a result of our corrupt mainstream media. And at what point do they get held accountable? They, they talk about the judge yelling at the prosecutor. They that wasn't in front of the jury, so there's no judge misconduct. And I think they're, I think they're purposely trying to intimidate the judge, so that I mean this could be this, this this prejudice. and that's what he should do. But no judge wants the media marching the house, so he. You know, I, I, I get the impression the
1: judge is going to hold the line on what he believes. <laughs> um, I think the prosecution by petitioning the judge to bring up lesser charges at this late hour is a tacit recognition of their failure to make their case and overcharging. Remember, they charged them, I think, within 48 hours. And then the rush to judgment by the Democrats, then the rush to judgment by the mob and the media. And and even with all the evidence that we have, you know, they're, they're all complaining because it looks like it may not be the outcome they expect. It's very hard to predict jury outcomes, but I, to me, the defense created all the reasonable doubt you would need. And with the, I thought the gun charge might be the one vulnerability Kyle Rittenhouse had that has now been thrown out, and rightly so. And but I, I just the the evidence was overwhelming and incontrovertible. He was running as fast. A, uh, as he could away from angry people chasing him down the street and then catching him and about to stomp his face into the pavement. That would be a, a threat of serious bodily harm, which meets the law, the very definition of the self-defense law in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Do I
2: have one more second? Yeah, go I, ahead. I just thought, I wanted to say that, um, I was a court for 30 years in Compton and I just think in the real world, the prosecutor would have uh, taken a sidebar. As soon as the, the evidence came out, if it was self-defense, he would have asked for, asked for the case to be dismissed.
1: Yeah, and I, you're, you're breaking up on me a little bit, Diane. I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm not cutting you short, I promise. Um, but hopefully you can call us back. Uh, Jolene is in Texas. Jolene, you're on the Sean Hannity Show.
2: Thank you for taking my call and being a crusader for truth. I have oh, one you. quick question. How in the world are they going to that all of these people getting four hundred fifty thousand dollars to see that if I mean, they're not uh, eligible to start with. But how do we know not more people are going to be coming up and claiming the same thing when you're a criminal in this country? You get separated from your children. They're no different. So how are they going to vet them to really know that they were separated from their children?
1: You know, you raise a great question and I don't know the answer, uh, but I don't know what was worse either. Because when Peter Ducey confronted Joe Biden, he said it was garbage. It would never happen. And the next day he's out there passionately defending. I don't know if it's worse mm-hmm. that he didn't know what his own administration was, their own policies are, uh, or the fact that he supports this madness. These are people that did not respect American law. They had no respect right. for our borders or sovereignty. They had no business being where they were. The consequences right. of family separation That is not America's fault that they broke our laws. They caused that to happen. And why anybody thinks we should financially reward them for their law breaking is, you know, that you can't make up such stupidity in my mind.
2: Can I hear an amen on that? Again, thank you for being a crusader for truth. You're about the only trying every day and you
1: make it possible. We all got to be spokes in the wheel right now. Uh, let's say hi to Sonny's in South Dakota. Sonny, hi. How are you? Glad you called.
0: Hey, how you doing, Sean? Uh, Twenty-five year listener. Um, oh wow! My Thank you. Is, you're welcome. Uh, my question is, um, you know, they're they're trying to uh, get Trump for inciting a riot during January 6th. What I don't understand is every day. I mean, it's every day we hear the news media about this Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, trial, you know. Oh, we're, there's going to be blood in the streets. There's going to be. How come they aren't being held accountable for the same thing? They're causing panic, burn burn down police stations. They're, they're doing the same thing they're accusing Trump of. Although Trump did not incite anything. I mean, he he told the people to peacefully protest.
1: Well, I again, we're having just some phone problems today. Let me just answer your question, and we'll put you on hold. Um, the president said very clearly that many of you will now peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. And okay, and then Democrats they 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 want to turn that into he caused it, he incited a riot. He did. okay. Well, first of all, we've already had a post presidential impeachment. This this is an attempt by the Democratic Party and the Trump haters in the Republican Party. That's why they kicked off Jim Jordan and Jim Banks to purge all things Trump from the Republican Party to go back to the days of the establishment. You know, Liz Cheney thinking she might have a viable chance to run and win the Republican nomination is a joke. I don't believe that's ever going to happen. I can't even see her getting 3% of the vote, if that um, but you do raise a good point here. If you look at every single case, high profile case where there has been a rush to judgment by the media mob, that's and they're wrong. Uh, Ferguson comes to mind. You uh, which other case uh, Baltimore, Maryland comes to mind. Other places come to my hands up. Don't shoot. There were numerous eyewitnesses, African-American eyewitnesses, one after the other. That said, it was Michael Brown that reached into the patrol car of Officer Darren Wilson and attempted to strip him of his weapon. That's when the first shot went off. Michael Brown ran. Then he turned around, according to multiple eyewitnesses, charging at Officer Darren Wilson. And it was at that point his life was in danger and it was not a situation of hands up, don't shoot. That became a narrative of the left, the media. Now, after they create this expectation of a verdict of a result and it doesn't happen then people get angry when it doesn't go the way they were told by the leadership in, in the media and leadership in the, the democratic party when it doesn't go the way that they told them it would go when they rush to judgment without any evidence and without any due process then people are genuinely frustrated and angry and they have a tendency to then believe that there is a great injustice that took place now but the people that that literally rushed to judgment that you know what i i would argue they themselves are partly responsible for creating false hope and false expectations the responsible position would be our position which is we don't rush to judgment We allow for due process and we believe people are innocent until they're proven guilty. And that has consistently. Put us on the right side of every one of these issues on the Russia, Trump, you know, conspiracy hoax uh, on Ferguson, Missouri, on Baltimore, Maryland and UVA, Cambridge police, the Duke lacrosse case. We actually spend time, make phone calls find people that give us information, sources that give us information, and then we use that information because I I knew early on in Ferguson that these witnesses existed because my sources and contacts told me beyond any shadow of a doubt, and I had numerous sources confirming it, that, in fact, there were numerous eyewitnesses that would appear. You know, the same thing down in, with George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin in that case. These politicians cannot help themselves. They must, you know, they, they, they're trying to use it for political advantage, and the harm they do is real. They create a false expectation. Um, let's say hello to uh, Sonny. Well, we lost Sonny. Sam is in Louisiana. Sam, how are you? Uh, you're on the Sean Hannity Show.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Sean, it's about the liberal media. Yes, sir. I'm sitting here watching this to keep watching. And you talked about it, you all around it. And so is all the other callers. The spin on this is that the liberal media is pushing their agenda, hoping, hoping that this young man will be found guilty, which he should be. And that way we can have riots in the street and damage the cities so they can increase their ratings. That's what this is all about. I've seen it before and it's happening again. And they want to do it now.
1: They create a People false expectation. In my view, oh, Absolutely, I, I'm not in the business of jury uh, predicting jury outcomes. I'm just not. It's too complicated. You know, you, there may be a very different scene inside the courtroom watching this case, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt. And then the law that we have examined up upside down, backwards, sideways and every other way in between. But Wisconsin law is very clear. When it comes to the issue of self-defense, that if you, were, yes. that you believe that you have a legitimate belief that your life is in jeopardy or serious bodily harm will be coming to you. I believe that the defense did a phenomenal job proving that he acted within the law of Wisconsin. I believe that whether or not the jury right, sees wait, wait. it that way, I don't know. Now you have this other thing that we don't really talk about a lot either. You know, this jury was not sequestered. Now, they're told not to follow any of the coverage, but I tend to believe that probably most do. And not that they're bad people, but probably just out of pure curiosity or they just can't miss it because it's everywhere, the coverage. And that puts an enormous amount of pressure on the jury because now they got to factor in or at least subconsciously it factors into their mindset. Oh, my gosh. What if we find this kid not guilty? What's going to happen they have seen what has happened in other places and and but you know they've got to stand by the rule of law otherwise our system collapses and i feel that look this is this can go a lot of different ways here this is going to be very very interesting um anyway i appreciate the call 800 941 shawn is our number if you want to be a part of the program mac in michigan we got one minute it's all yours you're up next
0: Yes sir, Mr. Hannity. How we doing? I'm hey, good, I sir. just wanted to I just wanted to thank you from all of us patriots out here and um everywhere in the in the United States. And um real quick, I'm just a regular guy, you know. I'm I I went to college, but it was for diesel mechanics and welding and machining. And I'm tired of what's going on and I'm listening to you and the other voices on the radio. I I went down last week. And I went to my local GOP office and I got on the ballot for a precinct delegate, sir. And we can do this. We can get back to basics. We are Americans, not Americans. Let's stand up and fight for what we believe in.
1: This is a critical moment. It's a tipping point for the country. These two elections in a year from now and then two years after that, these two elections, 2022, 2024, um, I think are the most important of my lifetime. And it's going to be an all hands on deck. Everybody's got to be a spoke in the wheel and everybody's going to try and just do their part. If we do that, then we'll have the ability to get on the right track again. And I, be- I believe that we're headed in that direction and I hope I'm right. Anyway, appreciate your support. 800, mac thank you. 800-941-Shawn, our number. Hannity tonight, nine Eastern on the Fox News channel. Look.
0: you're tired of government overreach and Big Brother watching your every move. Now it's time to take back America. This is the Hannity Show. Show.
1: That's going to wrap things up for today. Closing argument day in the Rittenhouse trial. We'll have full coverage. Uh, Greg Jarrett, Alan Dershowitz, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Pam Bondi, our legal team. Also Scott Brown, Kaylee McEnany, Newt Kingrich Ari Fleischer, Laura Trump. Nine Eastern news you'll never get from the media mob that's almost always wrong anyway. Monday edition of Hannity Tonight. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. As always, you make the show possible. We can never thank you enough. See you tomorrow. See you tonight.